On today's episode, it is recommendation day, and Jess and I are going to be sharing some of the things we recommend for you. Uh, things from making pie at incredible amounts at a time. We're also going to be talking about a certain book that I found absolutely brilliant, the importance of reading fiction, and why there's a certain kind of cup you need to own in your house. All of that is coming up today on Goodwill Talk. Jess. Yes? You did a thing the other day that kind of blows my mind a little bit. And I, 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 I think the audience needs to hear this. Okay. In one fell swoop, you and your family made north of 30 apple pies. Yeah, I think it was the official count was like 31 or 33, some, somewhere in that range. And and this was a, this is a thing you normally do? You just guys get together and make 30 plus pies? Yeah. And it, it almost, I mean, for the last probably five years, it's been on Columbus Day week, Monday. It's always oh, mo- that so day. Oh, this like an annual tradition. Oh, I just burped. I'm sorry. Right to the <laughs> microphone. probably terrible. Jeff, you should take yeah, that Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we heard anything, but now we all know that you did it. So yeah, I didn't hear anything. So that's great. It's okay. in there now wow. on you for that. If somebody heard it, I apologize. <laughs> it snuck up on me. I was drinking. I took that a big seltzer. swig of seltzer. <laughs> gotcha. It kicked okay. you right in the chest. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we make them every year. We get a big crate of apples and, you know, my cousins and my sister, my sister-in-law, my mom, my grandmother, okay. and we all get together and make all the pies so and how, put them in the freezer. Walk me through the process of this. Is this like assembly line? Everybody makes their own pie? Oh, like, no, how no, does no, this... no, no. This is assembly line. There's okay. peelers. There's slicers. Okay. There's sugarers. Ooh, I want to be the sugar. The sugar. That is the favorite job because you just get job. to like pick the sugar apples like all day. <laughs> and then there's rollers. So my mom and I usually, um, actually, uh, Amanda and her daughters came this okay. year and helped us too. What uh, was your job? What is the... So she was the roller okay. until I got there because my mom is always a roller. Oh, and then right. she was a roller because everybody else was like, not it. And she didn't know to say not it. <laughs> and they're like, just until Jessica comes. And when I walked in, it, immediately she's like, here, oh, this is your job now. <laughs> so my mom That's and I great. are rollers. But yeah, so, you know, even the okay. little girls, everybody helps peel. That's and such it's a fun. fun family activity. It that is. is great. And it's, you know, maybe like six-ish hours. Wow. And then we all sit and have lunch. It probably would take me six hours to make one pie. Well, and I mean, it does. A, I mean, making one pie is kind of labor intensive. It's less when you're making so many. I don't understand how that works. Like it would seem like because 30 pies equals 30 times the work. No, because when you're like making crust, whether you're making crust for one pie or making crust for five pies, uh-huh. it really like is not any more. The rolling of it is more time, but the actual mixing is not huh. more time. All right. So... Oh, anyway. and you have like one of those big industrial size mixers, don't you? I love you so much. You don't make pie crust in a mixer. Oh, you don't? <laughs> How do you make it? You make it in a bowl with a fork. Yeah? Or a pastry cutter. Yeah. You don't make you don't mix your crust in a mixer? No, because you would overwork the gluten and it would be tough, not flaky. Oh. This has been baking tips Sorry. with Jessica Kilduff. <laughs> and uh okay, so don't put pie so when I'm watching like a baking show on TV. They have never put a pie crust. If I in ever there. see somebody throw pie crust in a mixer, I can immediately now I have something to yell at the screen about and say, "Don't do that! You're going to overwork your gluten." You'll never see it. You will never see it. I'll Sometimes people make them in like a food processor, uh, just to get your your butter, your fat, oh, and your okay. Okay. Uh, flour mixed together well. Yeah, and then you take it out, or maybe they do it. But all you have in to there, like but... you have to like hand mix each pie crust. 
you. And that's not any more time to do 30 than it is to do one? I mean, it's more time, yes. But is it 30 more time? No. Like times 30? No. Huh. Right. Anyway, we got to move on. Nobody else cares about the pies as much as you. I don't know. I think there's a lot of people now who are second guessing how they make pie or well, just saying we know he doesn't like make any. An invitation <laughs> to come and help us make pies next October. If you let if me you or my do, mother know or my sister. I want to know this because I might come help. Okay. Do I get to walk away with the pie? Yeah. Bring your pie plate. Oh, I'm in. That's what Jeff's wife came this year and I, we were counting the offering and uh, then we went. I, we went to pie day and I was like, bring your pie dish. You can stop by. You can peel a couple apples and get your pie dish filled. She's like, really? Dude. Epic. Walk in. Got the marker already. Write your name on the bottom of your pie oh, dish. I love, I love the pies you guys make. They are they're just, they're, they're very high quality. Yeah. Okay. I'm spoiled. <laughs> Let's get to work. Today's episode is um, basically as fun as that pie conversation was. Uh, Didn't we do an episode once about pie and cake? We did. I mean, pie is definitively that better. was. It's not even a debate, is yeah. it? It's not a debate. Although I was sitting at a table, I was with a bunch of uh, leaders the other day, and uh, we're sitting down talking, and the pie versus cake conversation came up, and uh, <laughs> and I said, "No, I'll just I'll take pie over cake all the time." And there was somebody who's like, "No, cake every day." Why? 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 You just like eating spoonfuls of sugar over yeah. like a textured, flavor. beautiful flavored pie, like a a coconut cream pie over a chocolate cake, or I mean, sorry, a chocolate cream pie over a chocolate cake. No question. Yeah. No question. Yeah, I could get behind that. Yeah. I the did. pie version is always better. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. Although I did, I was watching Matt and I like the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, it's a great and show. They, recommendation one. This is recommendation yeah. oh, day, by the way. Welcome to recommendation day. day. <laughs> we do this every year, by the way. I went back yeah. and looked. This is an annual tradition. We, I, it, I do kind of feel like we always do it in we the do fall, this too. Every, every, uh, no? yeah, I'm not sure when, but okay. I do know it's every year. We haven't done it in 2022 yet. Okay. And so the first recommendation came from Miss Jessica and, and her husband, Matt. Yeah. The, the Great, great British, British Baking love Show. Love that show. So good. I like that the flavors they used to our American palate is bizarre. Like some of the things they're putting, like, you know, they talk about what they're yeah, going to make. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, you're what? Why? So they mix a lot of to me. Yeah. Like, where's the caramel? <laughs> where's the chocolate? Yeah. So here's I um I have only been to the UK a couple of times. So listeners should know by that's now. What your mother is my from. mom. Yeah, yeah. She grew up in Wales. And uh, so and she still has family there. So I went three times in my childhood and. I don't know that I have the palate for all of it because I didn't grow up with it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it I do have a kind of an affinity for. Um, there are certain things that I'm still like, ah, like I'm more adventurous now. Maybe when I go back, cause my mom's moving back there mm -hmm. next year. So maybe when I go back and visit her, I'll be able to explore a lot more. But yeah, they do some things over there that you just don't see in the United States. Yeah, but this lady on the show was making and Matt and I have decided this might be something to try and tackle at home. She made like a, a vanilla cake, a white cake, but okay. inside of it, she put a fruit crisp. Yes. So that oh. was, so like when you sliced it, you, <laughs> you there was cake and frosting on like the top two layers. Gosh. And then Marcos inside is dancing right now. <laughs> I can't even believe the, this. <laughs> the He's other layer, it looked like, like jelly, 
and like a uh, apple crisp oh, cobbler top. Yes. And I was like, that just looks really good. Oh man, <laughs> a crispy cobbler top inside of a cake. Yes. Oh man. So oh, I think I might need to like go is... back and like pay more attention to how she did it because I was doing a puzzle at the time. Oh man. So I wasn't looking up. I was just listening. And so I like this at the end when they... is riveting. I was doing a puzzle at the time. <laughs> When I was talking about, you're talking about pie in depth. Bro, <laughs> I was doing a puzzle. I anyway, a so moment. when I looked up, I was so like, exciting. I need to go back and see like really how she did it and okay. watch. But anyway, so yeah, we like the Great British Baking Show Woo. and I want a cobbler. You're really like, it's I'm amazing so how happy you are about, about that. This. Oh man. You, listen, I love food. I know you I do. love food. I love bakers. I love to eat. I love flavors. I just, I love it. And um, Talk to us about this deliciousness sitting on the table. To, oh, yes. Um, that shouldn't probably be on the table. It should be in a fridge, but that's a different story altogether. <laughs> um, listen, recommendation, I, I like high level recommendation, sushi. <laughs> I do not sushi. like sushi. You don't like sushi? No. It, the texture what? of it is just something that I cannot. Oh, man. You're missing out on so much goodness. No. Sushi is... Um, it, when I was a kid, the idea of it grossed me out. I think it does most kids. Um, but sushi, particularly from a local grocery store, that, that happens has to not, have sales on Wednesday. They have, and and listen, um, they have not given us any money to promote their product. So I'm not going to. They can call me and they can give money to Goodwill Church, and then we I will, will say, happily they, talk about They them do give many donations they to the do, church. Don't they? You know they what? Do. Shout out ShopRite. Shout they out to They do Shop give right. a lot to us. That's yeah. true. Lots of donations for things. So ShopRite does a sushi on Wednesdays that's like half-price sushi. And so that's yeah, become... It's like $5.99 sushi day yeah, or something. Yeah, it's beautiful. So I always get a couple of them. I, I have standbys. So here's the thing. Like their $5.99 sushi is not like a dragon roll with all these beautiful pieces. It's a... You know, it's, right, it's just more basic sushi. But basic sushi is still better than basic most other things. <laughs> and um, so this base, I always get the, I love the the tuna roll, spicy tuna roll. Okay. And the shrimp tempura, man. That is a match made in heaven. You get those two things, knock them back. It's a great lunch. And, and I can eat two rolls. A lot of people can't eat two rolls. So you can just pick one or the other. My wife only got one. Love sushi. I'm okay. so sad for you that you don't like sushi. No. Give me like ramen noodles any day. Do you like actual ramen? Um, you know, I've no, I don't think I've ever had actual ramen. It's good. But man. when I watch people make actual ramen, oh. I wish that they would come to my house and make it for me. Dude, I was in the... I don't um, really think there... Are there any local ramen places? Uh, I think there I think used to be I, one in There's one in Beacon. Place. I'm pretty sure there's one in, in New Paltz. Yeah, I was going to say in New Paltz, I think um, there was one, but I never went there. I, I mean, in, in Montgomery, I don't think there is. I don't know about Port, but at two of our locations, there's local ramen spots. Um, there's also a local pho spot in... Uh, in New Paltz. I don't know what Viet that is. So pho is a Vietnamese soup. Okay. Um, that is just dynamite, like out of this world good. Um, mm. In fact, I, I was down in the city a couple years back, pre-pandemic. I met a friend of mine down there and uh, he's like, hey, I know about this place. You got to come see it. So we went down to this pho restaurant there in New York City and it was absolutely incredible. Absolutely. F it's a P-H-O is never the spelling of pho. It's so good, man. I like Suck. soup. I would probably like it. You a would lot. like it. It's brilliant. I would. Like All right. It a lot. So my recommendation apparently is soup. Uh, no, but I love. I <laughs> love sushi. And I love soup. Like, just give me Asian food in general. Have food in general. It. I recommend eating. Uh, that's how. <laughs> that's how God focused made you. My recommendation list is nah, sushi. Top of the line. Love it. Okay. All right. What's your next one? 
Yeti cups. Yeah. Yeti cups are so amazing. And also I mean, I'm sure that like for their no. shout out. And That's, I'm sure that other versions of like really just a, a metal insulated cup, but they're not, I don't know. I same. know Yeti cause that's what I have, Yeah, but it just keeps your stuff hot for so long or cold Hours. for so long, which we learned like when we first got them and we put too much ice. Cause you know, like when you fill your water bottle, you do it like three quarters ice and then put some water in. And by and the time you're melted. drinking it later in the day, <laughs> it's mostly water. It's cold. Oh no. <laughs> Matt did. He was like, he came out. He's like, I had no water for the day because my ice wouldn't melt. He's leaving the top off of it, trying to get it to melt. Oh, that's great. But I particularly like now, now the weather is getting cooler that I can oh, make yeah. two cups of coffee in the morning. And because it's you just, drink coffee now, I drink coffee now and I can bring it with me. And like, yeah. you know, four or five hours later, it's still nice and hot and perfect. I love a Yeti cup, man. So, and this is going to lead me into my next one is put a label with your name yeah. on your Yeti cup because there pretty are people the who leave them at church pretty frequently. <laughs> and every once in a while, if I don't have mine with me and like we're here for a staff meeting and I want a cup of tea, I might borrow somebody's that's by the kitchen sink <laughs> and I'll use it and then I'll wash it and put it back because somebody's forgotten it. If that's your Yeti cup, uh, please come by the church and pick that up. It's been a variety of them. Oh, really? So it's, not, it's not like always the same one because there's been like a black yeah, one, which because... I thought at first was mine because I have a black one, but mine has my name on it. Oh, you know what? That might That might be mine. But that was a long time ago. I have a black Yeti cup. There was a missing. black one. There was a, a baby blue one. I just, just a variety. I think what's happening is somebody keeps buying Yeti cups and <laughs> forgetting them here. And then just kind of, they've been cycling their way through Goodwill Church's kitchen. So this is going to think of it as a blessing. <laughs> it. So this is going to be my second recommendation is put your name on your cup wow. and use a Mabel's label. Mabel's label? Mabel's label. What is Mabel's labels? Mabel's labels. They make like little sticky tag stickers okay. for and they're great on clothes or anything really like i put okay. them i buy a pack for the kids like every every other year maybe and maybe jeff will put a link in the show notes because there's a fundraiser you can like shop for a charity through it or, or a fundraiser through it and the moms together group here has oh, nice. a fundraiser that's set up. Okay. This, so you just go to the Mabel's Labels website, click shop a fundraiser, and then search for Goodwill Church. That's... It's either Goodwill Church Moms Together or Goodwill Moms Together, but yeah. either way. Um, but Mabel's Labels are amazing. I've been getting them for my kids since kindergarten, since maybe even preschool. And I mean, like the water bottle that Natalie got in kindergarten still has the original sticker on it. And she's That's in middle awesome. school now. Okay. So like they just, they last for a really long That's time. A great they don't wash off. You put it in their winter coat. So you get it back. You put it in your mitten. So you get it back. You know what? I've never spent a lot of time thinking about labels labels. That's because you're not the person replacing the things. I just, I think it's great. I love and for this. me. Like everybody just has two of everything. Like you have two lunch boxes, yeah. you have two water bottles. So don't lose one because I'm not purchasing another one. Okay. It's not like you couldn't find it. It has your name on it. And I use the Mabel's label. So that name's never coming mm -mm. off. All right. So I, know, I was I'm, thinking about getting one for Matt with his tools, but I wasn't sure if that was like a step too far. Like each individual tool? No. Just, <laughs> <laughs> the name like of the Nolan, tool and Matt's name on when it. When he went to college. <laughs> Matt's I was, screwdriver. I was like, if I just get ones with like a little American flag on them that say Nolan. Matt's wrench. And he was like, that's, I'm not putting stickers on my, on my tools. And I was Matt's like, tool belt. <laughs> you're mean. All right. What's your next recommendation? Making fun of jazz, apparently. Um, all right. My next recommendation is uh, reading fiction. Yes. So um, in, in the Christian world, we read lots of nonfiction. 
yes. right? Lots of, and that's a good thing. You know, you want to, you want to read uh, Christian devotional books. You want to read theology. You want to read about who Jesus is, who God is, who you are in light of them. Like all of that is really, really good. Um, but here's what I have found mainly because um, I read a lot of that as, as part of my role as a pastor, right? right. Uh, one of the things that was told to me uh, at a Presbytery meeting a couple years in um, was we read the books that other people don't have the time or energy to read so that we're able to give that information to you in the way that we lead and preach and teach and stuff like that. So we purposefully read sometimes hard books, theology, that kind of thing. Reading fiction has been one of the most life-giving things in the world to me since then. Yeah, it's fun. It's so much fun. Well, and you know, like, I feel like we've gotten away from reading as entertainment. Yeah. You know, like reading is work. So you do the work, you study. And then when you want to be entertained, you plug your right. brain into something. Right. So that's what we've been especially trying in our house, too, is like to find different entertainment. Right. So we listen to right now, we're listening to Little House on the Prairie. Oh, that's nice. the audio book series that okay. we're in. Laura Ingalls Wilder. Laura Ingalls there Wilder. And I mean, we're probably six books in now. Really? We've been listening to them for a while. And we just like love them. Love them. There are some hard things because it was written from people who had views of people mm. that are not that kind sometimes. And that brings up great conversations for us to see how historically certain people viewed other people. Wow, and you really went a long way around to say there's some pretty terrible things said about African-Americans in those books. No, Indians. Oh, okay. Native Americans. Native Americans. Yeah, Sorry, they don't call fair. them that in the book. But um, but I, I think they it brings up good conversations. And they're not... I mean, some of them are very horrible, but it's not like it's a main theme through the book. It'll no, just be like, there will be like an interaction and you're like, ouch. Yeah. Let's pause this. Yeah. So we pause the book a lot. Good. And talk about it, which drives Matt nuts because we're in the car <laughs> and like the kids will start talking. I pause it and we talk about yeah. whatever, because for them, it's so far outside of anything that they can like visualize or comprehend. So they'll be like, she'll be describing something that she's doing. And like me, I can like picture the butter churn. My kids have no idea. So we'll like yeah. pull up pictures. That's really and like cool. Talk about things. But the one thing that like really got me, they were traveling. It was like, you know, when they were traveling out West and Pa was building them their house and she had the baby. So there's the two little girls and the baby. And he like, I don't know, he was had some project and it was raining. And so instead of doing that project, he went and got willow branches and made her a rocking chair. Wow. That's and she cool. got into her finest clothes put on her like Sunday clothes, her Sunday brooch, her shawl and sat and rocked the baby and cried because she hadn't been that. Cause she's like, I haven't been this comfortable and I don't know how long. And then you're wow. like, Oh yeah. You're sitting on this terrible wagon in the bouncy seat. And you like, how are you nursing the baby? You're like yeah. doing diapers and nope. Like at the end of the day, like I come home, I sit on my nice comfy couch yeah. and I'm like, Oh, my life is so hard. <laughs> 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 yeah. And like just in that moment where it was like this like special yeah. thing to sit in a comfortable chair. And I was like, oh, we just need like so much more of this so that we realize how terribly spoiled we are. So we had a, a vi video game version of this. Um, <laughs> it's not the actually Little House on the Prairie. It's the Oregon Trail. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I where you're, that. you know, you're going along and you're playing, you're having a good time, and then you're died from right. cholera. Right. It's just like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah, because that happened. Yeah, no, you died of dysentery. What's dysentery, mommy? I'm not talking to you about dysentery. Like it's uh We had those conversations yeah. because it was going through the town. Oh, and they was did it? it in the in the neighboring town, and they didn't know how it was spreading. Gross, dude. Yeah, really gross. But um, that's really cool. I love the conversation, and and that's the the thing that I like about older fiction as well because. Um, there are some things that are kind of unfortunate about Native Americans, about African Americans, uh, about women, that descriptions of people or characterizations of people that simply are offensive. Um, and then you can have that conversation. Right. Well, and for the kids, it's so hard for them. To, like, they know that there was a time yeah. when that, like, they know of that in theory, in history, but they don't really understand, like, there's our society now is very far removed from right. what that was then. Yeah. And so I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm just saying no, like, no, it is so think... different. So for them, it's like hard to picture this woman in their mind is yeah. this like proper, lovely Christian lady because of all that we know about her in the story. Right. And then you hear her say those things and you're like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, I think in their minds, like, in history, that was just bad people who thought like that. And you're like, no, that was most people who don't did. realize how baked in it was. Yeah. And and I think that's an important thing, you know, to when, when as we have race and, and justice conversations today, part of what has to be recognized is how far we are from that. Like there has been progress. There has been movement. Right. Um, to talk as if there hasn't been movement is just historically stupid. Right. Um, so, you know, it's it's helpful and it's a good way to broach some of these conversations. I love that this is an audio book. Yes, right? we we'll so always listen to it anytime it that we're in the car. I mean, Matt kind of bumps, bounces in and out because he's not always in the car with us. Yeah. But anytime me and the kids are in the car, we have the audiobook on. That's really cool. I like it. Yeah. So reading fiction, listening to fiction, mm -hmm. it's just it's a great way to get your head out of your everyday crazy uh, that yeah. a lot of us have to live with. And and it, it, there is a, a level of escape to it that I don't think is bad. Yeah. Um, it's, it's taking a break. It's resting. It's reading a fun adventure story or... Uh, you know, a, well, there's a beautiful like a, romance. There's like romance novels that are trash. Right. So don't Th read those. That's but not like, what he's recommending. That's what I'm recommending. But there's, uh, a, <laughs> like, there's an art and fiction storytelling that is lacking in right. TV and movies. Absolutely. You know, like just the like slow. And beautiful language. Yeah. Right. There are very few TV shows and movies that really prioritize beautiful language. And right. good fiction prioritizes that. And uh, so, yeah, definitely recommend reading good fiction. Don't read trash. Read good fiction that's yeah. going to improve you as a human being. So uh, that's my next recommendation. What's yours? Change. Oh, just change. Wow, we went all the way existential with this one. I'm a really. I don't mean like. I mean maybe big change, but I'm a person who gets when I'm stressed out. I like to. I like change. So I used to just kind of drop and like go visit somebody who lived seven hours away. Oh, wow. Like I got alpha work. Uh, I should be home by three o'clock. I could have my bag packed in a half an hour. So I'll see you. You know, Thursday. Yeah. I'll be right there. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's going to take me seven hours. I'll see you in eight and a half hours. Jeez, I'm going to be there. Wow. And I would like go for a weekend. So obviously I don't live a life that allows me to do things no, like you that can't anymore. Just, you can't just take off on your children. I'll be back in a couple yeah, days. I can't, I can't live in the woods like I used to, which I do still. Do you recommend living in the woods? Uh, if you have an opportunity to, maybe not in the same way that I did. Can you define what living in the woods means? Like you had a shelter, right? You weren't just like huddled under a tree or in a cave. It was not under a tree, yes. I okay. was, it was outside, but there was like 
outdoor showers. I love an outdoor shower. Okay. It is my favorite. Okay. My husband has built me one in Roscoe because nice. he's lovely yeah. and he loves yeah. me so much. Um, so we're not, but we're not talking like, you know, that TV show that's out there naked and afraid. Oh, like I've we're never not talking about, it. I know I've never seen it either, but I know that it's out there. Like people go live in the woods. Oh, no, 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 no. I was right. like in a, I mean, for some of the years of 10, for some of the years I built like a platform and it had uprights and a big white tarp over Hold on. it. He's, he's been hitting this screeching sound for a while. Why are you screeching? That's where I needed him to screech. Um, because you said for some of the years you did one thing and some of the years you did another thing. So how many years exactly are we adding up to living in the woods? Like that's a, I think it was four summers, four summers. And I for the, so. for the fall, winter and spring, were you indoors? Well, or did I, you live in the in the woods went, in the winter? No, not in the winter. Because I feel like you wouldn't be here anymore. No, like April ish. Of you wouldn't be anywhere. Like April, May to November ish. Wow. All right. Okay. So I mean, for a, a good part of the year. What was your recommendation again? Change. Change. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, so now that I have a different life and I yeah. love my life, but there are freedoms that I feel like I miss. And so I find like the best expression of that. You see that tree over there? That was my, that was my broom. <laughs> that was my mattress. You're terrible. I had an air mattress. I still have that air mattress. Uh, anyway, the, um, that's, that's, a, that's high class living in the woods. Yeah. then if you've got an air mattress, I know that's probably takes off a couple points, but it's still impressive. <laughs> And for a couple of years, I built my own bed and put the air mattress on go. the on the platform. So you have to worry about the chipmunks coming. Out. How did you not go on Survivor during this time? You could you could easily have a million dollars in your bank account. I was living in the woods. I can't imagine Jess on you Survivor. You here, and then also a nice tip is when you bake a pie, <laughs> do thirty. <laughs> Just get it all done. Oh man. <laughs> anyway, so now I like to change in my home. So I like to think I don't like to go buy new things necessarily. Although I did get new couches this year, oh, nice. but, um, so buying the new couches orchestrated us switching rooms. We switched our dining room for our living room, like the oh, spaces that we wow. used and the couch we got prior to this one had necessitated us because of the size and the shape. Like it didn't fit in the room that we had been using as the living room. Okay. But I feel like every time I do that and I like switch the rooms around, I just feel like I have a whole new house. All right. and, and I'm really big on like everybody switching bedrooms. We've done that a couple times oh, this man. year, which I think I'm done. I think I'm settled. And like, I like the way that where everybody is, but I just, that kind of change, like, I feel like not that I'm dissatisfied with life, but when I just feel like I want things to happen quicker, I want to be over whatever stage I'm in, just like changing around the furniture, switching rooms, This is a just uh, really helps me. Yeah. Like just feel like something has changed, even though it's all the same. I can feel my anxiety starting to build the more you talk, because this is just a, a that's not good for you. You, you and my wife are very similar in this regard. Like you really <laughs> are. And I, I yeah. can't do Matt it. Matt will come home and he'll be like, what did you do? And how did you do it by yourself? Ooh. I'll put, I put towels and blankets under everything and just drag it around, man. All right. Well, so anyway, change, change, just right. change. I'm going to get very specific with this one. This is a, this is a specific book that I'm recommending. Oh. Um, and uh, I, I think it would be, it, it's not too expensive. And I read it in about a half hour. Okay. All right. It's not a children's book. Um, <laughs> it is called Address Unknown. Okay. And it is written by a woman named Catherine Cressman Taylor. Um, and this book was written in uh, the late 1930s or mid-1930s mid to late-1930s. 
and it is written about uh, the rise of Hitler while he's rising to power. Oh. And it is a um, series of letters that are written between two friends, uh, one of whom is Jewish and lives in San Francisco, one of whom is not Jewish and has just recently moved back to Germany. They're both originally from Germany. I don't want to give any more away. It is one of the most affecting books that I've read. Say that again, because really I'm going to get time. that for Nolan for for Christmas, because he would love that. It's called Address Unknown. That's the name of the book. Um, and it is written by Catherine Cressman Taylor. Catherine with a C or a K? With a K. Catherine Cressman with a K, K-R-E-S-S-M-A-N, N, two N's, and Taylor is the last name. Um, it, it's It's just... I read it and I I was just, I was stunned. I was stunned for a couple hours by what I just read. And it is incredibly prescient to the current cultural moment. I'll just say that. It hmm. is brilliant. So um, one of the best books I've read all year. So I wanted to get that one out there because, you know, we're running out of time and I want to make sure that recommendation got thrown out. So cool. Yeah. All right. Give me another one. Last recommendation from Jess. Oh, I need two more. All right, give me two They're then. quick. The first one is Christian Radio. Christian Radio? I know. Really? I probably went through like a phase where I didn't listen to Christian Radio because then I got Apple Music and I could just curate all my own music and I'm pick that, all of the things that make me happy and yeah, I'm in that phase right now. I, I haven't listened to Christian Radio in a long time. So uh, Natalie, now that she's in middle school, has an alarm clock and she has my old alarm clock that I had in high school. So it's like an old Sony dream machine. Oh, wow. That you can all set right. to beeping the radio or your CD. Yeah. And so she, I just have it set to Christian radio. And it's in the morning, back in the day, man. she just like gets up and she just listens to Christian radio. Okay. And it is just such a nice way to start the day. And it's so like not theologically rich. Don't get me wrong. Some of it is needing a little bit of clarification or redirection. <laughs> that is so gentle. But I love it. I think like on a whole, it's better than it isn't. Okay. And for her, it's a really great way for her to like have a good, like it sets the tone for the day. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it kind of gets God in her head. Okay. It gets like good encouragement. It's just, I just like it. Okay. So, all right. you know, I'm not saying it, I listen to it all of the time. But and this is like the local Christian radio station? Yeah. Is this just the radio? Yeah, just the radio. Okay. So all I right. just put that on. I found that because I was going to try to like do like that online radio yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like through the app and just i don't like all of it and like sometimes you just like the talking all sometimes right. the talking is nice all right. so i don't so know we're talking a little sound of life action little, happening little sound of life right. is happening in the kills of households in the mornings shout out to sound of life and we love it okay it's a great and like even sometimes now if i'm coming downstairs and i walk past a room and i like the song that's on when i get downstairs i'll turn it on oh wow so we can listen to it while we're making our lunches uh, and two stuff floors of the killed of house Rock and sound of life. That's great. Okay. So that's all. Christian radio. What's, Wonderful. What's your... No, 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 no. You said you had two. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this is a food one. Food. I love food. Kabasi and spaghetti. Whoa. And I know it sounds disgusting. Do you use a... You don't use a sauce in this in any way? Yeah, sauce. All right. So it came about one time when my family was up in Roscoe. I don't even know if I was born yet, but my mom and dad were up in Roscoe, or maybe oh, okay. I was very little. You heard the story then. Yes, I've heard you, the story. The way you were framing this was like a memory, and then you said, I'm not even sure I was born yet, and I got really confused. Oh, no, no, no. So uh, somebody forgot the chopped meat for the meat sauce, and so they, they had kibasi, and so they you know sliced it up into discs. 
and, you know, put it in the pan and browned it and then put the sauce over it. And that's, so that's what I grew up eating. I didn't realize that spaghetti and meatballs was like a thing that other people eat, that that's, I didn't realize that's to what everybody views spaghetti and meatballs as. That's what I thought kibasi and spaghetti was. Okay. Like I just thought you went to the Italian restaurant and you ordered your kibasi and spaghetti. Whoa, I had no whoa. idea. I, I know the Italian in the room. Whoa. We're Dutch. I'm sorry. This is what Dutch people do. All right, moving past that. But it's so uniquely delicious. Got and even Matt of... now, he's like, I kind of prefer it to meatballs. Like he does like meatballs, but Ugh. it's Jeff, I'll make it for you one time. This is uh, the ethnic strife in the room right now. This is thick. <laughs> this is... It's Dutch Italian yeah, food. The... <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Dutch food with Italian ingredients. Does that make you feel better about it? No, no. He, he's literally, <laughs> I can't see his face. Like I can just, I can, I can hear, I can feel the seething in the room, but he's, I can't see I, him. I oh. think <laughs> Kabasi yeah. is great. Kristen kind of introduced me to that. It's wonderful. I've marriage. never had it as spaghetti I'm before. You, That's slice it up, yeah? brown it in your frying pan. So it starts, you oh, get yeah, like no a doubt. nice caramelization that, but, oh, and then spaghetti. dump your jar of sauce over it and let oh. that simmer while you cook. <laughs> Jess, I thought you were talking about some kind of like, you know, deglaze type of like sauce to go with like a brownish sauce. <laughs> you no, you're talking about ragu. Oh, uh, he physically, he physically <laughs> recoils and he said, dump the jar of sauce. Oh, that was amazing. And where are you getting this jar of sauce, by the way? Let's get into that. At ShopRite. She said uh, ragu. Uh, she said ragu. Uh, Whatever's on sale for 99 cents, that's what the Kill Defs are having. Uh, fellow Jeff, fellow Italians who are listening to this, sound off in the uh, <laughs> on social media against oh, Jess. Oh, man. Hashtag. Why? <laughs> Hashtag why? Why Kabasi? Man, we've gotten some emails before about because of this podcast, but that might be the thing that gets us the most. Yeah, that was, we might get uh, canceled for that. Oh, is that does that cancel? <laughs> Did you just get us canceled? Of all the people can in I this say, room, can, you're the one who got us canceled. I, just I hope so. <laughs> oh no, no I'm, only yes. I'm only kidding. What's your last recommendation? My last recommendation is uh, probably one of my favorite uh, board games that I have uh, found with the family. My daughter's not as wild about it as I am. I love this game, Settlers of Catan. Oh. I know I'm late to the party. I know I'm late to the party, but this game is awesome. It's Which so daughter doesn't fun. like it? My oldest isn't a huge fan. Um, Does she not like the strategy? So we have Catan Jr. Okay, yeah, so this is the regular one. Our like whole family doesn't mind it. Oh, I love this game. It's, it's, I think this one doesn't require as much it like kind of starts to teach the strategy okay. that you need to like take over the world. Yeah. So it's, it's a matter of um, building resource. You, you get resources yeah. and you kind of um, build up a settlement and then a city and you build roads to places. And it's, it's a pretty tame game. Like it's my favorite game of all time is risk, right? That's literal world domination, yeah. right? This is not that this is just, you're going to build your own, uh, Build your own little settlement, build your own little city, enjoy your little slice of the world. And then if you get to 10 points, you win. It's a really simple game once you learn how to play it. Learning how to play it's a bit of a process. Mm -hmm. um, it's the most fun I've had playing a game in a long time. So uh, especially when Nana comes over, we we mm -hmm. get together and hang out, play some Catan. It's a really good time. And uh, my wife won the last game. No, my wife won and then my mom won. And so I'm sitting there... Uh, so needing you're like to, <laughs> needing to play again because <laughs> that can't be. They can't. We can't end. You need to come back. Nana's visit with me not having won a game of Catan. That's going to be a problem for so me. So you're going to like play another one months. and lose another one. No, I'm going to. I'm going to cheat. Is what, I'm not going to cheat. I'm not, that'd be terrible. <laughs> it's like your mom will go uh, home. You'll have her like FaceTiming. Like, where do you want me to move your thing? 
Yeah. Move your cards like she'll play, but That's she's it. not she'll there. She'll play and we'll just set her up with uh, with the phone on a little thing Hilarious. where the chair would be and she gets to she gets to decide. I'm like, I have to win, mom. Let me win. It's such a fun game. There are expansion packs that we don't have yet. So that's uh -huh. on the Christmas list for me is a board game expansion packs because I'm 12. Yeah, um, I think that game is on our Christmas list now. Oh, now because I think game. for either board for Christmas, game, uh, DLC. Either for, for Christmas or Easter last year, we got Catan Jr. Yeah. So we've been playing that now a while. It's, it's time a fun to game, man. Go to the full version. Yeah, go to the full version. It's worth it. It's a good time. There's expansions. It includes things like pirates and stuff like that, too. That's as the you kids one is you're taking mm. over island. You like conquer oh, islands. Okay, yeah, this is. So you build like little forts on the islands oh, and you got to build right. ships to sail to the islands. To yeah. But there's an expansion pack that's very similar to that. Okay. Um, so that's, yeah. So fun, anyway, fun. really fun game. Definitely recommend uh, playing board games with your family. This yeah. is a good time or, or friend board game night, man. If you don't have a family, if, you, if, you're, if you're single and yeah. you don't have any family close to you, um, get together with some friends and do a board game night. Man, that's a good time. Yeah. That's a good time. Games are fun. Yep. Put, a little, put a little record on in the background. Record. Yeah. Ooh, you didn't even go like just throw on Siri or Alexa or something. Mm -mm. You went full blown record. Okay. You like the crackles and pops of a record? I just like that my children are having a different experience than just touching a glass screen. Okay. I'm just trying to give them different different experiences. I'm I I to this day like, don't know if I'd be able to place the needle correctly on a record. There's just it sets itself. You just hit start and it Oh come goes. on. You were just saying you don't want to press buttons. They should have to learn how to put. It's the... literally a physical button that you push, and it it does a chain reaction. It's not like so much of their life is just tapping glass. Oh yeah, that's fair. So much of their life, all right, all right. education, entertainment, music, movies, TV, games. It's all just tapping glass. It is. So I'm trying to get them away from tapping glass. Well, tapping glass is probably going to end up being the name of this episode. So thanks for being here. <laughs> for tapping glass it was going to be recommendation day until you said tapping glass six times at the end of that which <laughs> is just a really cool name things to keep you episode. from tapping glass things to keep you from tapping glass thank you so much for being with us today and uh we'll be back with you again next week um actually that's a note i i forgot next week a throwback episode um so listen to that you want to check that out and then in two weeks a uh, really special day on the calendar that we're going to be uh, celebrating. Mm -hmm. So looking forward to that. Okay. So new, uh, new episode in two weeks. Don't miss the throwback though. It's an important one and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you like our show, please leave us a five-star rating, write a review, and be sure to tell your friends to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. Check out our episode notes for links to our church website and any resources shared on this episode. Editing and sound design by Jeff DeMatti. Marcos Ortega wrote this episode. Our executive producers are Mike Antonucci and Jeff DeMatti. Your co-hosts are Pastor Marcos Ortega and Jessica Kilduff. A special thanks to Goodwill Church for supporting this show so we may provide it to you, our listeners, for free. Let's talk again next week.